Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. Hallelujah. Let's preach this message this morning. And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by the testimony. And they did not, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Let's put Romans. Uh, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus, because you have to say it, once you believe, you have to see it. Today we're talking about the, the proclaim his blood. Proclaiming his blood. That's the title of the message. Proclaim his blood. If you decide with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Um, um, and for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is your, it is, watch this, it is with your mouth that you profess your faith that you are saved. The blood of Jesus. And on earth, if the reason we don't talk about the blood, and when we talk about the blood, you just say, okay, it's not a thing, is because you don't have the revelation of what Christ has done for you. When you don't have revelation, you cannot really experience something. It's just like uh, uh, if you don't if 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 you don't if you don't have experience about something you cannot really if you don't have a revelation about something you cannot really experience it. If you don't know what something is, you cannot really experience it. If I never see a car and I just saw a car first time, I don't know what the car can do because I don't know I don't have a revelation that the car can take me from point A to point B. And a lot of us don't really have an ex- a revelation of what Christ uh, has done for has done for us, or what Christ has done at Calvary. And I pray this morning that we have a fresh revelation of the blood of Jesus Christ. I pray this morning you have a fresh revelation of what He has done at the cross. Revelation is 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 something that you read, but that enters to your heart. It's not something that you just have an experience in the mind, but you really believe it. You, that's that's revelation. Is when you really grasp of what Christ has done for you. Revelation is not just, it's not a mental thing, it's a heart thing. It's not intelligence, rational intelligence, but it's a heart intelligence that you know, that you know that Jesus died for you. That is revelation. Revelation is when the Holy Spirit will open your eyes. You really see what Christ has done at Calvary. Because some of us, we just read the Bible and we lose. The, the, the price that he has paid for us. A lot of us has lost the wonder of the cross of Jesus. And it, it's not only your fault, it's because the church don't talk about the wonder, the wonder of the blood, the wonder of the cross, the wonder what Christ has done for us. And we have taken it, we have taken it lightly. We have taken it lightly because we do not have a relation of what Christ has done for you. Do you know what it means to be saved? Do you know what it means to be washed in the blood of 
of the land. Do you know what it means? Do you went your way to hell and Christ came and died for you? How can we just sit around and when we sing about the blood, nothing moves you, nothing shakes you. It's because you have lost the wonder of the blood of Jesus. I'll ask myself sometimes why the church don't talk about the blood of Jesus. Why pastors don't talk about the cross of Jesus. It's because they have lost the wonder, the wonder, the wonder of the cross. Do you know what it means? The Bible says even angels look around. They look around. They're amazed. They don't understand why God, why God, the God of the universe, the God that I've created the world, came and died, took a form of human being, let human, little human, little because God could just crash us like a bug, and he came and died for us. The Bible said the angels are amazed of what Christ have done. And I pray this morning that we really have a relation of what Jesus has done for us. Oh, this morning, we need a fresh revelation of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood, your debt is paid. Oh, you don't understand that. Because of the blood, your debt is paid once 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 and for all. Because of the blood, you are justified. You know what justify mean? It's been like you never commit any sin. Because of the blood, you are forgiven. I am forgiven. You are forgiven. Do you know what does that mean? You are forgiven this morning of every sin. Because of the blood, I don't have to face the God's wrath. Oh, because of the blood, because of the blood, I'm being spiritually healed, I'm getting healed, and I will be healed. What does that mean? I was sick with sin, but when I got saved, God, God healed me. And not only that, I can get healed if I'm sick. Not only that, I will be healed. What does that mean? One day, God will give us a nice body, not a body with one pack, probably a body with 12 packs. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. We'll get rid of that tall body. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, because of the blood, this one. Do you understand this? Because of the blood, I am alive. Because of the blood, I'm spiritual alive. I'm not dead anymore. I'm not dead in sin anymore. Because of the blood, I am alive. Are you alive this morning? I want to ask you that question. Are you alive this morning? Do you understand that because of the blood, you are dead in sin, but God walked into that mortuary with that tag number on your feet. He walked in. He said, my son, my daughter, Get up, get up, you're alive. Oh, this morning, I feel like running this morning because I'm alive, I'm alive. You don't know this, I'm alive. I'm alive because of the blood of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Oh, yes, because of the blood, judgment has been satisfied. I am in peace with God because of the blood. There's no war between men and God. There's a war for years, but because of the blood, we have been reconciled with God. Because of the blood, I'm cleansed. Oh, hallelujah. I'm washed because of the blood. Oh, because of the blood, I'm washed. You don't understand this because under some of you think you're cool. You have nice clothes, but the Bible said we all we all covered with filthy rags. If you could have a spiritual eyes, you could see you were dirty before God. Your clothes were dirty. Everything was dirty because you were born in sin. You were jacked up. It's like you were born in a sewage. You, were, you know how sewage things, you know, one of those trucks passing by. And you, what's that smell? Before you knew God, that's how you smell before him. That's why he could not stay close to you. 
because you were, you were, you were covered with sewage of sin. But because of the blood this morning, he washed you clean. And because of the blood this morning, I have the power to overcome the enemy. Oh, Satan cannot hold me bondage because of the blood. Satan has no right in my life. Oh, that get me excited this morning. Because of the blood, I'm no longer under the curse of the law. Because of the blood, I'm no longer, I'm no longer stranger to the covenant of, of, of Abraham. Because of the blood, oh, I move from, from, from death to eternity to God's kingdom before because of the blood I've unmerited favor of God I've grace in my life oh somebody say amen this morning oh hallelujah because of the blood I can get close to God I don't need a priest I don't need somebody to pray for me but because of the blood of what he has done for us I can get up this morning and I, walk, I can walk boldly into his presence and talk to my father because of the blood somebody say man I'm about to go crazy this morning I don't know about you but when I think about what the Lord has done for me I want to shout I want to dance I want to scream out because God has set me free I don't know about you you may trying to be pretty you're trying to look cool because you didn't have a past but I had a past I was born in Haiti my ancestors were devil worshippers I was supposed to serve God but God in his unmerited grace I did not deserve that grace. Oh, hallelujah. He sent some bunch of missionaries from the U.S., bunch of Mennonites, and they preached the gospel to my parents, and they got saved. My dad got saved. My family got saved. A village got saved. A nation has been touched because of the unmerited grace of God. Somebody say amen. I'm about to lose my voice. Let me drink some water. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Come on, let's take five seconds. Where's your hand right now? Come on. Come on. Tell him thank you. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Proclaim it. Say, God, thank you for the blood. You don't need me to tell. You don't need me to tell you that. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you for the blood, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, we're talking about the blood. Oh, devil. The devil. I could see in my spirit. All those little demons running right now. Oh, they talking about the blood. We gotta stay away. <laughs> the devil said they're talking about the blood. I gotta move away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And because of the blood, I am free. Because whom the Son set free is free indeed. Are you free this morning because of the blood? Oh, I'm free this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Not only you need to have a relation of the blood. But you need to have faith in the blood. Because if you don't believe it, it cannot work for you. You have to believe in the power of the blood. Let's put Romans 325. Somebody say amen. This is what Paul said. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right. Because people are made right with God when they believe that Jesus. You see, they made right when they do what? They made white. You have to believe in the blood. Faith. You have to believe that the blood is powerful. You have to believe what the Bible says about the blood. 
You need to believe what the Bible says about the blood. You cannot receive the benefits of the blood. If you're having doubt, if you're questioning this thing, you cannot receive it. You cannot receive the benefits of the blood if you're doubting what the word of God says. And a lot of us are doubting what the word of God says about us. But you need to, the Bible said, you, James, 1, James 1 verse 6 says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubt is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed away of the wind. Oh, some of you, because you don't, because you have doubt, you let your feeling dictate how you feel. Some morning you wake up, you don't feel like you're saved. Some morning you wake up, you feel, oh, I'm a sinner. Or some morning you wake up, you say, I blew it up. Some morning you wake up, oh, I feel, I feel I'm lost. Some morning you wake up because you feel of guilt, of shame. You let your emotion dictate how you feel. You're not letting the blood dictate how you feel. Man, I'm what? Somebody give me an amen, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of you let your faith, let your, let your emotion dictate how you feel. You let, you, let, you, let, you let your human subjectivity determine how you feel. You don't need, don't let your emotion to make you feel that you save. Don't let your emotion determine, to tell me, determine how you feel. You don't, you don't need the blood, you don't need your emotion to make you feel that. All you need to know is that Jesus died for you and my emotion is based on that my joy is based on that my joy does not base on emotion somebody say amen, amen. you know the, st the stock market has been going crazy you know but when when the dollar lost value you know for those of you who follow those people in fox ben shapiro and what's the other guy's name in fox news they're all selling goals uh, ben, what's his name? They're all selling goals. They say something's bad is coming. Buy gold, buy gold, buy gold. You know, I got a bunch of friends who took all their money at the bank. They buy gold. But the problem with buying gold, the gold fluctuates. When you look at the stock market, gold is like that. Yeah, bam. And those people who buy gold, their emotion is connected with that gold because they took all their money, their faith, their emotion is based on that goal. The goal hit, he hit a high ceiling this week. People say, we make money. And the next week, the gold dip because the dollar gains value. Or the gold go up because China said something, goes down. Something happened. And people, those guys in the stock brokers, they're looking, people in their investment, on their retirement, say, what happened to my retirement? Because my retirement is going down. You know why? Because they put their faith on precious metals. They took their faith on precious metal. Their emotion is based on that goal. And this is why Peter said, hallelujah, man, I feel like going crazy today. I might just go Haitian on you today. I feel like doing a split like that. <laughs> I may not be able to get up. I'm, saying I'm too big. <laughs> hallelujah. But this is what Peter said. Hallelujah. He's saying, do not put your emotion on gold or silver. This is what, it's like, it's like Peter was talking with the 21st century. For you know what? That it was not with perishable things such as silver and gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life you inherited from your forefathers but <laughs> it was with the precious blood of Jesus Christ what does that tell me I will not let my emotion gold or silver dictate 
take my emotion or how I feel. My feeling, my faith, my heart is based on the blood of Jesus, the precious land of God. I'm not going to let go or the stock market make me feel every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday. I don't care what the goal says if you go ups and down because my trust is not in the goal. My trust is in the blood of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Don't depend your faith on silver and gold, but our faith is based on the precious Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Some of you, your emotion is, is stayed and rent free in your mind. You up and down. Depression, anxiety because of the surrounding. But base your faith on the blood of Jesus. Number three, revelation brings faith. Faith brings proclamation. Because once you believe, once you have revelation, you have faith. Once you have faith, you have to proclaim it. You have to confess. This is what Derek Prince says. He said, we overcome Satan. This is Derek Prince, one of my heroes. We said, we overcome Satan when we testify personally to what the word of God says and to what the blood of Jesus does for us. What is proclamation? Proclamation, it is to say, it is to say, what is proclamation? It, It is to say what God says. Proclamation is to say what the word says. Proclamation is not, it's not just something, you know, confession is not something you just say randomly. No, it's, it's saying what the word of God says. It's proclaimed. It's confessing what the word of God says about you. It's confessing what the blood says about you. The Bible said in Psalms 107 verse 2, let the redeem of the Lord say so. Are you being redeemed this morning? The Bible says if you've been redeemed, you have to say it. You have to proclaim it. Somebody say amen. If you don't say it because you don't believe it. If you don't say it, it's because you don't believe it. But if you believe that you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, you will confess it. Somebody say amen. If you don't say because there's lack of faith, First uh, Corinthians one two says this is Paul. Paul. Paul's talking. He said to the church of God, which is in Corinth. This is crazy. He said to those who have been sanctified in Jesus, and sanctified in Christ Jesus, sank. Watch that word. Sank by calling. That little verse there. That little word right there means so much. Saints by calling with, with all you who are in every place, call in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus. Paul, let me pause this point. Paul, let's, let's, let's throw a red flag. Paul, Paul, you, you, Paul let's, let's take a pause. Let's, let's take a pause. Let's take a pause. Throw a red flag. Paul, wait a minute. You're calling yourself saint because he included himself in that passage. Paul, Paul, you call yourself saint. Paul, I thought you were, you, you were a murderer. Paul, how dare you call yourself a saint? Did you kill, didn't you kill many Christians? Did you not persecute a lot of Christians? Were you not a hitman, Paul? Oh, yes, Paul said, yes, I was. Oh, yes, I killed. Mary Magdalene, how dare you be by the tomb? Who are you? You call yourself saint because she was part of the church. History said she was a prostitute. God, Jesus cast seven demons. It's not in the Bible. What history says she was, a, she was a, please don't come and argue about that. It's history. 
Mary Magdalene, how dare you calling yourself saint? You're a prostitute. Paul, you're a hitman. Paul said, I don't care. I don't care what you, what you think about me. I don't care what you think about my past. I don't care about what my resume or curriculum vitae, is that how they call it? I think I'm saying it right. right. <laughs> Paul said, I don't care what you think, James, because I'm saying what the word says about me. I'm not letting you dictate who I am. Yes, I know I was a sinner. I know in the past that I killed people. I know in the past I was a mob. But the moment I accept Jesus Christ and I accept his blood for me, I am no longer a murderer. I'm no longer a hitman. Mary Magdalene, I thought you were a prostitute. No, I was a prostitute. But now, because I applied the blood of Jesus in my life, I am a saint and I'm going to put claim what the word of God says about me. What does the word of God says about you this morning? The word of God says, let me tell you what the word of God says about you. Mm -mm -mm. I feel like dancing this morning. Father, you better come take this pen down. I'm about to go like a crazy black man. The word of God said you are redeemed. The blood of Christ said you are justified. The blood of God said you are blessed. The blood of God said you are sanctified. The blood of God said, your sin may be as red, but you are washed in the blood of the Lamb. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter if you commit abortion. It doesn't matter if you're a serial killer. All you have to do, all you have to do is come at the foot of the cross. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand right now. Are you thankful for the blood? Yes. I know you're trying to look cool with your makeup, with your nice clothes. Have your Sunday's best, acting all sophisticated. All I need to do, check your background. And some of you, like, if I go to your Facebook page, I scroll down four or five years ago. And acting at all you better than everybody else. I work for the FBI, and I'm just kidding. David got contacts, so I can talk to David. <laughs> he can put your background. <laughs> Speak the blood this morning. You need to speak the blood this morning. Not only that, proclaim his freedom. Proclaim his freedom over your life. You know, the, the about, there's, you know, in, in the old days, when criminals were put in jail in Rome, their crimes and the number of years, and the number of years and the penalty, and the penalty how many years they're going to do, used to be listed at the front of the cell door. Each year, the jailer will come and he'll take a mark and take, and take one year down. If you had five years, every year he'll come out, the, 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 the jail guard will come and, and, and wipe it and take one year down and two years down um, until the debt has been paid. And, and, that, and, that, and that jailer will take that that piece of paper that was hanging in front of the wall in Rome, and he'll take it to the judge. And the judge will stamp something that says, paid in full. He'll, 
he'll put that stamp there, and the jailer will go back. He'll take that, he'll take that, that certificate, and he put it in front of that jail cell where, he, where that person was holding, and he'll, he'll stamp it back there that says, the debt has been paid. That person can go free. And this is what Paul says. Now you're going to understand when you read this passage in Colossians 2. I forgot to put that verse there, right? Colossians 2 verse 13. He said, when you were dead in sin, watch this. Now it's going to make sense to you. Because we read that passage, it never makes sense. But he said, when you were dead in sin, in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all your sin. Having canceled, watch this word. When Paul is talking, the people understood in the context what he was saying. He said, having canceled the charge of legal indebtedness which stood against you and condemned you, he has taken away your debt and nailed it to the cross. And having disarming the powers and the authorities, he make a public spectacle of them, triumphing, triumphing over them by the cross. You guys just missed that. Because me just reading this, I can go home and just sleep five days in peace. If you understand that passage. What does that tell you? You need to remind, because some of you being in the, in the prison of hopelessness, in the prison of despair, in the prison, in the prison of, of, of no hope, of depression. And, and the enemy has tied you up, you know? He has tied you up in sin. You think there's no way out. But you, you need to remind the devil this morning, you need to remind the devil that Jesus had, pay, had paid a price. It's like somebody come over to my house. You know, it's like somebody come over to my house. You know, I pay the house off. I didn't pay my house off. Don't say that. It's like I pay my, it's like I pay my house off. <laughs> you see the word mortgage, morgue? <laughs> you guys missed that. Death. <laughs> Every month. I bind that spit of mortgage right there. <laughs> 30 years of death. <laughs> All your paycheck go to that mortgage. God fire Jesus' name. <laughs> Let me get back to my message. Hallelujah. It's like I pay my mortgage. You know, I pay it off. I got the title deed in my house. And a joker think he can come. You know, sometimes sometime you, you have the paper. The deed is there. It's at, it's at your house. But you haven't even pulled it out of the safe for 50, 20 years. And you see a kind of joker coming around and said, hey, this house belonged to me. This is my house. In fact, I'm going to put a building right down your property. So what will you do? Say, hey, pause. Wait a minute. Let me go to the safe. Hey, this mortgage has been paid 26 years ago. I got the title deed. You can't come into my property. I own this thing. Oh, it is the same thing with the blood of Jesus. When the enemy comes into your property, when the enemy comes to your family, when the enemy comes trying to bring sickness into your life, when the enemy trying to bring pain and despair and hopelessness in your life, all you have to do, go back. <laughs> 
Go back. Go back in the word. And, and Jesus said, he has paid it all. All belong to him. I don't belong to you, Satan. I don't belong to you, Jezebel. I don't belong to you, hopelessness. I don't belong to anxiety. I don't belong to you, despair. Because the blood of Jesus, Jesus has paid it all. This, this morning, somebody say amen. Jesus paid it all this morning. It's time for you to pull out that title deed and proclaim the blood of Jesus. Satan, stop here. Those kids and the, uh, beyond me, they do not belong to you. My marriage, stop right here. My marriage do not belong to you. My kids do not belong to you. You see this nice body? This body do not belong to you. That body has been purchased, has been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, somebody say amen this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's stand up on your feet. Let's say, come on, raise your hand right now. I feel it. Come on, raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. Come on, get up on your feet. Come on, get up on your feet. Where's your, where's up your hand? Where's your hand? Tell him. Open him up. Say, thank you for the blood. Come on, say it loud. Do a shot of blood. Oh, let the devil know. Put that sticker in his face. Bah. Oh, yes. Put that sticker. You know, you know that's the title did. Right in your face. Bah. <laughs> Jezebel. Bah. Sickness. Bah. Pain. Hopelessness, because I've been purchased by the blood of the Lamb. You may be seated this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, proclaim his blood. Not only you need to proclaim his forgiveness, proclaim his forgiveness. You know, Ephesians 1, verse 7 says, In him we have redemption to his blood, the forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of grace. Isaiah 1 verse 8 said, come, let's settle this. Says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Sometimes it's not you that put yourself down. It's people that you know because you know your, your past, they try to bring it against you. And a lot of times people left the church because they said, do you know so-and-so? You know what she did? There was a true story in the Midwest. I heard that story from a pastor. It happened in the Midwest. There was a pastor's kid who fell in love with a girl that stopped coming to the church. And that girl got saved. That girl got saved, delivered, and she got filled with the Spirit. And that pastor's kid fell in love. With that, with that lady. But the church knew her past. They knew her background. They knew she was rough. They didn't say anything. Until that, that pastor's kid became the pastor. He got voted in. And the church almost got split. The deacons and the members of the church said, we can't have such a woman with such a past to become a pastor's wife. We don't want somebody like that to lead us. And they, had, they called a deacon meeting that night. People left the church. There was so much tension. And that lady that was soon to be his wife ran out crying in tears. And that son of the pastor stood up. He said, today, 
It's not my fiance's past that is on trial. It's not my fiance's. You are questioning what is on trial today. It's not her past. What is on trial today is the ability of the blood to wash her clean. He said, today, you put the blood of Jesus on trial. And I want to ask you a question. He asked them. He said, I want to ask you a question this morning. Can the blood of Jesus wash her clean? What can wash her away sin? And the people started weeping because they realized it wasn't her. They were questioning. It was the ability of the blood of Jesus to forgive her. And I want to ask you today, it doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter what people, church, church folks tells you about your past bringing. What matters is the blood of Jesus. Can the blood of Christ wash you clean? Wash you clean? Can you wash your past? Somebody say amen. amen. My last point, Father, you can come in. You know, we talked a couple weeks ago about, I'm doing good, 1148. Oh, a couple weeks ago we talked about, and I was just thinking about that, proclaim the blood of Jesus over fear of death. When they walked that night, if you can watch this, when they walked, remember that night they plead the blood over the doorpost. Hey, can I, can I see me? You know, I'm black with the black wall. You may not be able to see me. You see, I'm joking too much today. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to smile, okay? <laughs> That's what they said to me. <laughs> uh, but we love Jesus here, amen? But, but, you know, they put the blood on top of the doorpost that, that night. So everybody that was inside the door... When they walk in, they, walk, they all walk under the blood that was on top of that door. And the Bible says, and they all were covered with that blood. And the Bible said they crossed the Red Sea. The, the sea got split on the left and on the right. They got delivered from, from Pharaoh, but they had to go to the Red Sea, which is the sea represent death, the unknown. Because people always see, we don't know what's under this. People are scared of, of sea. That's how it is. You never know. People are always scared. They always think there's, there's marine, there's, there's big beast there that could eat your life. But that, one, that day when they're walking in that water, you know, and they all under the blood, and the sea got departed. And then God, God split the sea left and right. And you can see those sharks looking at them. Lord, look at some meat. I can eat those people. And not only that, they had sharks on the side of them, but they had Pharaoh chasing them behind their back, trying to get them. But because they walked under that blood, the Red Sea, the unknown, because that's the afterlife. They're walking, that's because Paul said baptism is like the Red Sea. It's the Red Sea, which is in death. 
And because of that lamb, which is, was just an animal, a simple animal protect them from Pharaoh and no sharks could not eat them. It was just simple, a blood of an animal, a blood of a lamb. And I believe one day, we're all going to cross the Red Sea, the Sea of Death. Whether you like it or not, all of us have that appointment. And let's throw that verse, death was just in. Because we're all going to face death one day. Death is coming for us. We will have to cross the Red Sea. This is death is the last enemy we will face. But Paul said, death, death, where is your sting? Left his haters, hell. On your right side is hell. Behind you is the devil. Because you all will face death one day. But because of the blood, because of what Christ has done for us, Death, we no longer have to be afraid of death because of the blood of Jesus. The enemy cannot stop us. Oh, the enemy will do everything to stop us to go to heaven. But because I'm covered under the blood, death, hell, hell, hell will say, let him go. You can't touch him. You can't touch her. Let him pass. Let him pass because they're under the blood. Let him pass. You can touch her. You can touch her because she has been covered with the blood of Jesus. Oh, death, where is your sting? Hell, where is your power? Because Christ has conquered you. So what I'm telling you this morning, you no longer have to be afraid of death. You no longer have to be afraid of hell. You no longer have to be afraid of the devil because you've been washed. You've been washed. You've been washed with the blood of the Lamb this morning. I'm asking you a question this morning. Are you afraid of death this morning? Are you afraid of hell this morning? But because Jesus has shed his blood, death could not hold you. Death could not hold you. Hell could not hold you. Satan that tried to follow you, that God said he's going to kill him in the last days. Somebody say amen. And because of the blood, we'll go to that Red Sea, the Sea of Death. You may stand up on your feet this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand this morning. Are you covered with the blood this morning? Oh, death, where's your sting? Where's your victory? Just like those people crossed the water and those shark could not touch them. The water could not cover them. Is that right, Michael? <laughs> oh, the water had to stop by. They had to split. When you die, the devil will say, hey, he commits sin, she commits, she commits all this. She has the right to go to hell. But because of the blood, he cannot pursue Hallelujah. And my question I have for you this morning, here's the question. For the blood to work for you, you have to have communion with the person that died. You need to have communion with the person that has shed his blood for you.
the blood is no it's not effective if you don't believe in him you can come here and say speak about the blood you sing about the blood but if you don't believe in him if you don't believe in him if you don't have a relationship with him you cannot receive watching online you're here today or you've been running away from him your life is not right you know you're not living right today's the day you can come up front we'll pray for you if you don't know Jesus today you need to give him your life to receive the benefits of the blood don't walk out here if you don't know him I know some of you guys been touching you back there if you're not living right with Jesus today you know if you die if you know if you die you can't say 100% you can't you don't have that the confidence to say yes I'm under the blood today's your day to make things right let's bow and pray repeat after Father God I come before you today repeat after me Father God I come before you today I give you my life I give you my life I surrender my life to you I give you everything I receive the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for loving me. While I was a sinner, you suffered and died. And you give, my, and give your life for me. Today, I give you all. I give you all. I give you my life. Right now, we're going to pray for healing quick. If you're sick in your body because the blood is flowing, whatever, whatever it is, because we're proclaiming the blood. Hallelujah. If you, if you have any issue with your family, your kids, come on, come on, come on. Let's pray right now, Jesus. The presence of God is here. He's here. He's here. He's touching. He's touching. He's touching. Oh, thank you for the blood. Oh, thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. for anybody who's, who's dealing mentally with issues they cannot explain. The doubt, the heaviness, the depression, the anger, the rage, the hopelessness. God, I'm asking to heal them today. Because of the blood, they are redeemed. Because of the blood, they are justified. Because of the blood, oh God, they are saved. Lord, we speak the blood over their life this morning. We speak the blood of Jesus over their life today. But I'm asking to touch their body right now. Touch their body, touch their heart. The mental state, the mental state, the mental state, the mental state. Some of you are dealing with so much stuff in your mind. You're suffering. You don't want to share with people, but mentally you're suffering. And God wants to touch you today. Proclaim his blood over your life. Proclaim his blood over your life. Proclaim his blood over your life. Let's sing this song. Let's sing this song. And we're going to come and pray after that. Come on, raise your hand. Let's proclaim Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand right now. Let's worship him.